Well, greetings, friends, fellow patriots, and fellow citizens, and welcome to this edition of the We the People Convention podcast. Uh, we are recording this on April 24th, Saturday, April 24th, and my name is Tom Zawistowski, and I hope you're as happy to see me uh, today as I am to be here to do this podcast for you. As uh, you know, it's only been about 10 days since my open heart surgery, and I really didn't anticipate that I would feel well enough to do a podcast this soon, but there was a lot on my mind, and and I felt pretty decent today, and I got permission from my wife, Nan, uh, as long as I take it slow, uh, to, uh, to be able to do this, and I'm just real glad to have this opportunity. First of all, thank you sincerely to all of you for your, your just wonderful notes and cards and emails and text messages of encouragement, of prayers, of support. Um, I just can't tell you how much that means to me. And, and I, I, and I tried to write back to everybody and I tried to answer your cards and things. I've got some I still am working on, but, um, you know, I wouldn't wish this on anyone. I, this has been a horrible experience. Uh, I'm still in a lot of pain, though, right now. I'm, I'm not taking any, uh, like, uh, heavy drugs, any opioids or anything. I've been on just Tylenol. Uh, but it's tough to keep the edge off. Uh, and it's going to be a while before I feel okay. I'm, I'm pretty sure of that. It's going to take weeks. I can't drive for, like, six weeks. I can't lift anything over five pounds. But, but you know, I'm just grateful to God for giving me a new lease on life. Because that's what it's really about, isn't it? Right? What is God's plan for your life? What is God's plan for our country? What is God's plan for us? And so God said, I got more work for you to do. Now, I don't really know exactly what that is. Uh, I'm spending a lot of time looking and reading and talking to people and, and opening myself up to other possibilities. Uh, you know, obviously there's many fights to fight, but it is important to choose your fights, right? We've talked about that before. You know, we only choose to fight the fights we can fight and win and are worth winning. So I'm, I'm looking, you know, in this period of recovery, I'm reexamining everything in my life. And I think that's a good thing to do. And, um, and so, you know, while we're going through this process, you know, I'll be speaking to you every week as best I can. And we'll, we'll talk about what's going on. But, but most of all, we stay true to our core, our tenants. And that is, you know, this podcast is for and by people who, you know, care about protecting and defending our individual freedom and liberty and prosperity. And it's a program that's, it's focused on action. What can we do to accomplish those things? And uh, I've got some dingers for you today. I'll tell you, it's part of the reason why I felt motivated to do this. And, uh, and, and because I've got some things that I think you're going to really like and that are going to help you think of different ways to, to look at our situation and, and, and things that we can do to protect and defend our freedom and our liberty and our prosperity. So, um, I'm sure glad you joined me, uh, today. And I, and I'm, I'm so uh, happy to be back. And, uh, you know, we're not going to be at full speed. Believe me. <laughs> I mean, God's, God's keeps you humble. Uh, I told uh, people on a robocall that I did to the Porch County Tea Party, my local group. I said I looked at myself in the mirror and it looked like a, a, a murder photo from the morgue. Uh, there were so many holes in my torso and I looked like I got uh, the heck beat out of me. Um, 
you know, I wouldn't wish this on my own worst enemy. But on the other hand, I'm grateful to have gone through the experience and to have a new lease on life. And, and I intend to make the, the absolute most of that new lease on life. And I hope you'll join me on that journey as, as we, you know, really live life to the fullest and live our values to the fullest. And, um, so that's what we're going to do. So one of the things I've been doing, as I said, I've been, I've been listening to podcasts. I've been reading a lot of books. I ordered 10 books uh, to read during my recovery. I've already finished two of them. Um, and and I, I encourage you to read books. I encourage you to turn off the idiot box. Uh, TV is just full of propaganda. CNN was exposed by Project Veritas again as saying that they're literally doing propaganda. Their goal is to influence you, not to tell you the truth. MS, uh, LSD, you know, just did on this uh, shooting that we'll talk a little bit about, uh, you know, in Ohio, you know, they edited the tape to, to not show that the, the woman had a knife. Um, it's propaganda, it's lies. Don't look there for information. Look for long form, intelligent conversations because it's the world you want to live in. Don't live in their world full of lies. Live in the real world full of truth that you can count on and that you can build on, build your life on. So at the wethepeopleconvention.org website, this week I posted like four really good videos. Now they're long, I know that, but believe me, they're worth watching and we're going to talk about some of them, you know, here. But one of the books I read that I, I, I got to tell you, I, I was shocked by it, uh, not because I'm uninformed, but because I just can't comprehend that this this is going on, and that was Andy Nogo's book called Unmasked. Uh, you know, inside Antifa's radical plan to destroy democracy. Now, Andy's the guy that's been on Tucker Carlson a lot, who they tried to beat to death, who's been covering them in Seattle and Portland and elsewhere. And this book documents Antifa. And what's disturbing, and I'm asking you to go buy the book, and if you go to uh, wethepeopleconvention.org on the podcast page, if you're on the podcast page right now, just look down and there's a thing that says, you know, are, do you like to read books? Click here for my list. And when you go to that list, you'll see this, you know, Andy's book uh, listed there with a link to buy it. It's like $16. Uh, first of all, he needs the money and he deserves the money because he's doing real journalism that's very important to our country. So that's the first reason to buy the book. The second reason is so that you can understand what's really going on out there because to me, it's, it's almost incomprehensible. What, what this book showed me is that there is a part of our society that is operating completely outside of the law and in social norms. These people in Antifa are literally conspiring to overthrow the country. They're murdering people. They're beating people up. They're organized. They're training. They're using weapons. And, and they're being allowed to do this with impunity by radical Marxist Dems who are prosecutors and mayors and governors. These people all need to be rounded up and put in concentration camps. Yes, quote me on that, Media Matters. Yes, that's right. Because we aren't committing insurrection, you liars in the media. The Trump people weren't committing insurrection. We were defending our union and our constitution and the rule of law. The people who are basically doing an insurrection are Antifa and all the people that support them. And this book is going to blow you away. This must be dealt with. And if it isn't dealt with 
by the local police. And that's why you think they wanted to fund the police so they can continue to do more criminal activity, right? All in democratic cities. And again, and, and pretending that they're helping, you know, black Americans or, you know, brown people or impoverished people and they're stopping us fascists. They're the fascists. These are Hitler's brown shirts. That's who they are. And it, and if our military doesn't stop them, you and I, we're going to have to stop these people. We're going to have to stop them because they are, they think that they can just take over our country and we can't let them. So I highly recommend Andy's book. Please read it. Unmasked. Inside Antifa's Radical Plan to Destroy America. Incredibly insightful. Get your copy. Read it. Send it to your, le your state legislature. Send it to your congressman and demand that they follow up on this. this. See, Donald Trump was absolutely right when he declared them a domestic terrorist group. This is the definition of a domestic terrorist group. Not Proud Boys, not, you know, not these other groups. Antifa is, and, and in the book you'll learn, this is not new. These people came out of Nazi Germany. That's where they came out of. That's where their roots are. And Andy does a great job tied together. And then they were exported here. The people in Portland literally were started by people from Germany that came here to create this communist utopia, which is a lie. And they lie to themselves. They lie to young people. And when you when you got people who don't understand the truth, who don't understand your reality, there's only one way to deal with them, and that's to defeat them. Okay? So I wanted to bring that to your attention uh, just straight off the bat. Now, very serious things are happening. Obviously, we understand that the election was stolen, and we have to prove it. Mike Lindell has been spending millions of his money to do these documentaries. And this week, he released, to me, the most significant documentary called Absolute Interference. In this documentary, he shows real technical data proving that the communist Chinese changed votes to elect Joe Biden and defeat Donald Trump. That's what's in this movie. Now, it's at wethepeopleconvention.org, and it's like two hours, and there's a lot of good stuff in it. But I really wanted to give you the key piece. So I've tried to edit down to a five-minute segment where it literally shows you the IP addresses, the physical geographic location of the Chinese servers, and their intrusion into machines, these, these you know, voting machines, in like 2,900 U.S. counties across the country. I want you to see this with your own eyes. So I made this little five-minute thing. So it's, it's a little jerky because I'm just jumping around to try to get you focused on exactly the facts that the Chinese stole our election, okay? And then I'm going to post this on our website on the same page as the movie is so that you can show that with other people. But for now, take sit back now and watch this five minutes. That'll give me a chance to rest my voice and stuff, and then I'll come back, okay? Watch this clip from the new Mike Lindell uh, video. Green, that is a successful um, intrusion, meaning they, they flip votes. Right. Red is unsuccessful in terms of uh, flipping votes, but it could be reconnaissance or, you know, passive recon, 
just looking at the different machines to see what the um, totals are. So, so, so the green, to say that again, the green attacks here, as we're watching, those were actually attacks that flip votes from, no, from Trump to Biden, correct? From Trump to Biden. And the red one, the red lines are all, they're like checking on it. Okay, does everyone get that? They're checking to see what, what the tallies are. And then, they're, and then the green ones are actually, when it goes over this computer, and says, hey, I'm going to flip some. Because it's keeping it this certain, this certain percentage, correct? So it, when you've seen all those lines, everybody, those, that's, each one's an individual attack. And when you take that, that kind of, like, I call it that gibberish that came off of the machine, that there's millions of those lines that we can't read, and they converted, it, each one of these is a converted attack that we're going to read across. This is what you've seen in the first absolute proof that Mary read, and each one that went across, but now you've expanded on that. This, he, what I've had him do here is validate every single, every single thing from IP address to IDs, and he's going to explain each one as we go across what happened. This is the source IP of the attack, so the, you know, the, the bad guy. The bad guy. Now this IP, now this is the, and then you have the latitude, latitude and longitude. So this is the source, so this would be in China, correct? Correct. And you validated every longitude, latitude, and basically the building where the attack came from, correct? Now as we move on, now this is all the attacker, correct? Yep. From here, this is the attacker. And what was the commonality in everyone was China, correct? It was. China. Every single one. These uh, just these 19 attacks of, of. Uh, by the way, um, I think you told me before we had 200, 2,995 counties were attacked. Yeah, that that is essentially the attack surface, is what we would call it. And so, in all 50 states. Okay. So we. This is just a sample we have here of 19 of the 2,995 counties that were attacked, but 19, just 19 of the flips, correct? Okay, so now this is the target here. So what, what does that mean? This is the IP address of the, of the board. Of the target machine, you know, where it is, latitude, longitude, you know, state, uh, entry point would be the owner and what the network registration is here in the U.S. network code. Um, in some cases, uh, almost all as we'll get into, uh, they're, they're registered to that county. So most of the intrusions look like they're at the county level. Right. I want to ask you this. So the only way any of this could happen is if the machines were online, correct? Yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't see this otherwise. Right, right. So what we have here then, the target is the attacking with the IP of the actual computer. Yeah, so... Or the machine. Just right there, you wouldn't have an IP if it wasn't... If it wasn't online. Yeah, if it wasn't connected to the internet. Right, right. Then you have the longitude, latitude. That would be the actual building it happened at. Yep. The state, Michigan. Yeah. Entry point owner, Delta County. So that's just at the county level. Mm -hmm. Now, this just means they got in and, and flipped votes, correct? Yes? Yes. Okay. Now, here what we want to show. This is really important. I want to show everyone. So Trump down 3,215. You go all the way down here, this one here, it goes all the way through these. Trump down 24,311. Uh, 24, now, and those there, those are time stamped 
You can't change them. Cyber flips that you have validated 100%? Yeah, it is captured in the in the data, and you you know there, there's you're 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 collecting information and preserving it in its state at the time. So you're 100% that these are everything on here is 100% accurate, correct? As the data was collected, so right. You know we were seeing votes go down. You know, during the election, which was weird, right? You know, just for for me, I pick up on stuff like that, right? You know, right, like, right. Like, wait, if you're adding, you know, it's a, right, it's right. a building block, it right. should never go back. Right. So, you know, looking at this, it it makes right, sense to you now. It really makes sense. Because right, right. It's not just Trump going down; it's Biden going up. So right. those numbers are actually double. They're actually double. Let's go to that. Let's look what happened. So now. With just these 19 attacks, everybody, just 19 in those five states, let's see what happened. So, 518,617 votes were switched from Trump to Biden in just those 19 intrusions. All right, now, let me just put this in layman's terms for you, okay? So, because I own a technology company. What this gentleman that's undercover that Mike Lindell has is going to testify in their court cases. He's telling you that during the election, they were actually capturing data traffic from China to machines, voting machines in 2,900 counties in the United States. And they captured them flipping votes from Joe Biden, from, from Donald Trump to Joe Biden. Okay. He's got the real data. He's got the IP address of where the, 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 the Chinese attack was coming from. He's got the IP address of the machines, which they told us these machines aren't connected to the Internet. Well, if they weren't connected, there wouldn't be a record. There's, this guy's got billions of records, okay, that, that are back and forth communication. And they changed the election. It doesn't get any worse than that, folks. This is actual evidence that the Chinese government stole our election to elect Joe Biden, who will give them what they need to dominate us. It doesn't get any more serious than this. And so now, you know, this he's got more information coming, and, and this is going to prove that Joe Biden's an illegitimate president. Very powerful stuff. You need to share this with every American because in the end, this is a public relations battle. Your and my goal is to prove beyond a shadow of doubt to everyone we know that this election was stolen, that Donald Trump is the legitimate president, that Joe Biden is illegitimate, and that there is a coup that took place in our country. Now, I'm not saying Joe Biden's going to resign. I'm not saying any of that. But it's going to give us the moral authority to change the election laws, to completely destroy them in 2022 in the House and the Senate, and then do impeachments, and then start to roll this back. But you got to prove it first. Now, many of you know we've been watching very closely the Maricopa County, Arizona situation because this is the first chance where we're getting our hands on actual ballots, actual machines, and, and, and being able to do a full, quote-unquote, forensic audit, okay? That is just starting today as I'm speaking to you. On April 24th, they're actually doing that in Maricopa County. Now, on Friday, the Democrats 
filed a lawsuit again. The, the I don't know how many lawsuit to stop this. What are they trying to hide? What are the Democrats hiding? They're hiding the fact that, as Rudy Giuliani said, Trump lost Arizona by 10,000 votes. And Maricopa County, Rudy Giuliani said on Steve Bannon's show this week, that there's 36,000 illegal votes in the Maricopa County uh, tallies. Okay? But more importantly, I think this is going to dovetail with what Mike Lindell and his experts are doing, okay, and with, with what happened on the ground there. Because you're going to find out that there's ballots there that were not mailed, that were called absentee ballots, that didn't have signatures, that didn't have you know proper validation, what have you. So we're very excited that the judge did not allow the, the, the delay that the Democrats wanted in the audit. He made them, he said, if you want to do this, I will delay it till Monday. You have to put up a million dollar bond. And by five o'clock on Friday, they had refused to do that. And so now the audit is continuing. That's very exciting. Very important stuff. Okay. So first job, we've got to prove that the election was stolen. And what it looks like we finally have real proof of is that China did it. That's who we're fighting, folks. And later in this program, I'm going to talk to you about we need to keep our focus on who our enemy is. Even the Black Lives Matter founder finally came out this week and admitted that they're getting money from the Communist Chinese Party. The CCP is funding Black Lives Matter. So you think they wouldn't steal the election if they could? And you're going to hear in, in a, a last segment in this podcast about the cyber abilities that China has and their complete ability to do what Mike Lindell is saying they did. The question is, question is, how complicit are the U.S.? How complicit are the U.S. spy agencies in this? How many of them have been bought out by the Chinese? Because in the movie, and that's why you got to watch the whole movie at wethepeopleconvention.org, and you can also download it from our site and put it on your own hard disk and then take it and show it to groups. But in that two-hour movie, not only do they show you how they, you know, the Chinese literally change votes, but they talk about how our people had to have seen it and they didn't do anything about it, folks. We've got a lot of traitors in our country. That's what we've got. And so that's why they're fighting so hard not to be exposed. And that's why we got to expose it. So watch the movie, Absolute Interference, and share it with everyone you know. We need to turn the tide. We need to make sure everyone knows this election was stolen flat out. Okay, on to other things. The, you know, the fiasco this week of the uh, Derek Chauvin, uh, you know, trial in Minneapolis. Uh, we talked from the very beginning. You will recall that when the trial first was starting, I did a segment where the, the city council of Minneapolis had awarded the Floyd family like $24 million in damages for like wrongful death before the trial started, before the officer was found guilty. And I said right there, this is an illegitimate trial. Then you had rioters. Then you had uh, Maxine Waters, literally a congressman, saying, we're going to burn the city down if you don't convict him. There's no way this is a fair trial. And Alan Dershowitz has said it's going to be appealed and it's going to be overturned. This verdict is going to be overturned. And see, and it was very interesting watching those on the left. 
Because, you know, they got what they said they wanted. The system worked, according to the jury convicting Chauvin of all three charges. But they were mad because they couldn't burn the city down. They were mad because they couldn't claim grievance. Okay? And see, and this is the whole point. They're, they're, they're all liars. They're all just completely deceiving themselves. And so when this gets overturned, they're going to say, see, the system doesn't work when it's they that made sure that it didn't work. Look at this story. A juror said, I didn't want to go through the rioting. Juror in Chauvin trial makes stunning admission over a guilty verdict. That alone shows that the jurors were tainted. The jury pool was tainted and the threats about riots were what made them make a conviction that wasn't based on the facts, but on fear, on intimidation. That's against the law in the United States. So don't even look at that. I mean, again, don't get me wrong. I still don't understand what Chauvin was doing with his foot on the guy's neck for nine minutes. Okay? I still, that's stupid. Now, but I still don't think he murdered him. Now, he should be thrown out the police force. He should have other fines. But the guy, I don't think murdered him. I think the evidence is pretty clear that George Floyd died of a fentanyl overdose. And for the black community to make this, this really sad human being, George Floyd, who was just a total wreck of a human being, to try to put him up as he's some, uh, some sort of a martyr. Nancy Pelosi actually said that George Floyd, you know, she thanked him for giving his life to the cause. George Floyd didn't give his life to anything but drugs. That's what he gave his life to. And Nancy Pelosi, you, you're, he's not a hero. He's a useful idiot for the commies. For you, Nancy, the commies who want to overthrow our country. That's the cause. They used him. They used LeBron James. And I mentioned earlier the shooting in Ohio where LeBron James went out and said the policeman that shot the 13-year-old black girl is next, right? Because he's sick of seeing white cops shooting black people. Except the cop saved a 13-year-old girl's life. LeBron James, you're dumb. You're ignorant. You're a useful idiot to the Chinese communists who are paying all these people, including Nancy Pelosi. Right? They're paying them to do what? To betray our nation. And they're using you. But we, the American people, immediately, everyone thought, LeBron James, you're an idiot. The cop saved a 13-year-old girl's life. And what many of you don't know if you're watching from around the country, the night before, very close by in Cincinnati, another 13-year-old black girl was murdered and stabbed to death. And there was no policeman there to shoot her assailant. Yeah, Black Lives Matter, only to us. Apparently not to, to, to the commies who won't kill as many black people as they have to to overthrow our country. The truth will be known, folks. The truth will be known. So let's just continue down the road of insanity because that's where we've been uh, with the, the, the delusional Dem. Uh, they, they voted in the uh, U.S. House to pass... Uh, to basically make D.C. A, uh, a state, to make the District of Columbia the 51st state so they could get two more Republicans, excuse me, two more Democrat senators and dominate. Basically pack the Senate so that you could never have Republicans controlling the Senate again. They passed it. There's only one problem. 
It's against the Constitution, but they don't care. They, they, don't, they don't care about the Constitution, right? The, you know, the Constitution says that Congress shall have power to exercise exclusive legislation in all cases whatsoever over such district, not just uh, not exceeding 10 miles square, as made by secession or particular states, and that acceptance of Congress become the seat of government in the United States. Meaning, District of Columbia can't be a state. <clears throat> it's going to be covered by Congress because it's the seat of government. They don't care. They, they don't care. We, we pass it anyway. Yeah. And then they decided to do what they, they threatened the courts, right? And, and, uh, you know, and, and the, supposedly the, the conservative court, which wouldn't take any of the, the cases for the election, you know, but, but when they were told they're going to pack the court, they backed off. And, and so they wouldn't pack the court. So what are them going to do? They, they made a motion this week. They made a proposal to expand the Supreme Court by four seats. They want to, uh, you know, expand the, you know, the, uh, panel to 13 justices. And so why? Because they want to do what they did in Venezuela. What Hugo Chavez did in Venezuela is he won an election. Then he packed the court. Then the court made rulings that basically made the Congress meaningless and gave dictatorial power to Hugo Chavez. So they did in Venezuela. That's what they're going to do now. That's what they think they're going to do now. We're not going to let them. How are we not going to let them? Well, last week we talked about Joe Manchin. And have you called Joe Manchin? Have you thanked him? Have you written to Joe Manchin in West Virginia, the senator from West Virginia, who said, let me be clear, I will not get rid of the filibuster any under any circumstances? That's the key. If they've got to go to 60 votes for D.C. statehood, for packing the courts, they have nowhere near the votes. Joe Manchin is going to be a key person. Make sure you're staying in touch with him and you're thanking him. Okay? That's one of the ways we protect and defend our individual liberty, freedom, and prosperity. So be calling Joe Manchin. Now, this is important. It's an idea I came up with when I was sitting, recovering, and trying to just think about the future and what we can do and should do. I've been asking you guys to contact your school boards and to find out if they're teaching critical race theory. And if you go to wethepeopleconvention.org, on the front page, there's a block right there that says, you know, how to stop, you know, critical race theory in your schools. And when you go there, it's got a thing that says, you know, here's a FOIA request so you can ask the school if they're teaching this or not, okay? And then we talk about how we can stop them. Well, I said, one of the things we got to do is defund our enemies. Our biggest enemy, one of our biggest enemies is the school unions. The people that are teaching critical race theory, the people who will not teach our kids because of quote-unquote COVID, the ones who wouldn't open the schools even though you as an essential worker had to feed their families and provide gasoline and, and, and take care of their services, they wouldn't teach your kids, right? Well, we've got to fight them. And to fight them, we've got to defund them. So here's the deal. The Portage County Tea Party, which is my home group, we have defeated every new school levy in the county for 10 years, except for one, which we didn't act and it got passed. And the way we've done it is we've made robocalls into that community to get the vote out because what they do, and this is a, a typical union tactic, they can't win a fair fight. They've got to cheat. 
It's that simple. They can't make their case for a new levy because all they do is take the money and spend it on themselves. It doesn't help the kids. Oh, but don't you care about the children, don't you know? Yeah, okay? So what would happen is we would do these robocalls because they would have an August levy, and now they're having May levies here in Ohio. May 4th, they're having these levies. And, and they hold these levies on these special days when there's nothing else on the ballot because they know you won't show up. And so they can literally show up just as the teachers and the faculty and the parents and vote themselves new money. They can take money out of your wallet. And that's what they do. So what do we do? We do a robocall and make sure that you show up and defeat them. So here's an example of a call that we will make for you if you want in your community. And this is just a straight up, here's what the levy's about, go and vote. Look, listen to this. We are calling everyone who lives in the field school district to remind you that there is a special election this Tuesday, May 2nd, that affects you. The field schools have put forth a levy for operating expenses of 8.3 mills for a period of five years. This five-year levy will result in an increase in property taxes of approximately $290 per year per $100,000 of home property value. So if your home is worth $200,000, your taxes would be $590 per year in addition to what you're already paying. If your home is worth $300,000, your additional taxes would be approximately $870 per year in addition to what you're already paying. Even if you rent, this will affect your bottom line as the owners of the rental property will have no choice but to raise your rent to help cover these new taxes. We encourage every voter to get out and vote this Tuesday, May 2nd. After all, it's your money and you should decide if you want to pay it or not. See, they hate this. Because you notice that they always do these levies. It's how many mil. You know, we're doing a 8.2 mil levy. What the hell does that mean? Well, there's a formula for that. Okay. And I, in that commercial, I converted it to dollars. What's it going to cost you out of your wallet? And when you tell people that it's going to cost you $590 more a year, maybe forever or for five years or 10 years, they don't like that. They go and vote. So if you want us to make a call like this in your school district around the country, write to me at info at wethepeopleconvention.org and tell me you know, the name of the school district and the details of the levy. We will pay for it. We will do this through our Freedom for All PAC, which is a federal super PAC. And we'll make these calls like the weekend before the election to try to turn out the vote. Okay, now if you don't have a levy, but you want to help us pay for these calls, just go to wethepeopleconvention.org and make a donation, and it'll help us pay for these calls. Now, go back to critical race theory. We know a lot of the big school districts are, are pushing critical race theory, and we want to defund them. We want the little commies that are on the staff in those schools fired. The way to get them fired is to deny them money. So here's a sample of a call I threw together, and we will get this professionally produced that'll be more dramatic and a better voice and some background music. But listen to this call I put together about critical race theory. Perhaps you'll want to make one of these to a school district in your area. There is a cancer growing in your community, and it must be stopped. Your local school district has been infiltrated by radical Marxist teachers, staff, and administrators who want to implement the racist, anti-American, nonsensical critical race theory, which indoctrinates your children and grandchildren with race-based hate of white people, of American history, and of capitalism with a goal of a communist takeover of our nation. 
It's time for we the people to defend our nation and our history and our values. And we do that by defunding these radical communists and forcing their removal from our schools. Your local school district is implementing critical race theory or the 1619 project, but you can stop them right now with your vote. They have a levy on the ballot on May 4th. Every American in that school district needs to turn out and vote to defeat that levy, even if it's a renewal, and send a message to your school district that until the communists on their payroll are removed from the district, that you will defeat every levy that they put on the ballot and drive them into state receivership. Defend America on May 4th. Vote no on the school levy. How do you like that? Huh? We can make it better. I didn't have a lot of time. I didn't have a lot of energy, I got to tell you. You know, putting this together has been a bit of a challenge. Uh, but, but the bottom line is, we're going to make those calls all across America. And I appreciate it if, if you would let me know which school districts you think we can uh, run these calls in to turn, you know, to basically defund them. So write to me at info at we the people convention.org. Uh, and just tell me, you know, what school district, what days the levy, what state, uh, and what the details are. And if they're teaching critical race theory, send me a clip from a local newspaper or something that proves it, or from the emails that you've gotten back from them, and we're going to go for their throat. Let's defund those people who are trying to destroy our nation and destroy our children, okay? Okay, going to take a little break here so I can catch my breath. You're listening to the We the People Convention uh, podcast, and my name is Tom Zawistowski. The We the People Convention News and Opinion Radio Program is paid for by donors like you. You can donate to the We the People Convention and support our cause by going to wethepeopleconvention.org or by sending your check in any amount to We the People Convention, P.O. Box 6211, Akron, Ohio, 44312. All right, and we're back, and I thank you for being with us today, and I thank all of you who donate to us so that we can try to do the things that I just mentioned before the break uh, about doing robocalls to defeat school levies, to to defund the critical race theory uh, activists in our communities. So thank you to all you who donate and, and all of you who take action. It's not just about donations. It's about action. That's what we do. We, we fight back and we defeat our enemies. Okay, so some big things happened this week. I had put out a story that said the medical examiner finally ruled that Officer Sicknick from the Capitol Police died of natural causes, not because of events on January 6th. Why is this story important? Because from the beginning, it's been a lie. There was no insurrection on January 6th. There was sure as heck no armed insurrection. Because you know why? They didn't find anybody with guns at the Capitol. Okay? And so they used Officer Sisnick just horribly, horribly used that man by laying him in state and claiming he's some sort of a hero. He's just a good cop who died by natural causes after a day of doing his duty. Okay? He wasn't a hero. He didn't save the country. It's a lie. We didn't try to take over the country. It's all a lie. And now this idea that, whoa, Trump voters and, and white nationalists killed a police officer has been proven wrong. It's a lie. The medical examiner said that, not Tom Zawistowski. And so I wanted to share that with everyone you know and destroy the lie. Go to wethepeopleconvention.org. It's a very short story. There's little things you can click to email it or to post it on social media. 
okay? Destroy the lie, show them the truth. Because the real story is still what we talked about on my last podcast. And that is the woman, Ashley Babbitt, who was killed, an unarmed 14-year Air Force veteran who was killed by our government. That's the story of December 6th. We didn't kill anybody. Patriots didn't kill anyone. It wasn't even a violent insurrection. Okay? Didn't kill anyone. But we did, we did protest our rights, and we were within our rights to do that. But what we want to know is who killed Ashley Babbitt? That's what we want to know. And they haven't said yet. We're going to find out. And we want that person brought up on charges because we think they used unnecessary force. And so it doesn't matter, right? Because she was a white woman, so there's not going to be any riots. Well, you know, but when we riot, they want to say, oh, we're just wrong. But if you're black and you riot, you have a right to do that, right? They're liars. We're going to fight for truth and justice no matter what. And we're going to find out who killed Ashley Babbitt. And we're going to put them on trial as well. And justice will be done, I assure you. Now, I want to remind you a couple things that are coming up. I talked to you uh, last time about Liberty Camp for Kids, which is really one of the greatest things that we've ever done in a Tea Party movement in my 12 years. And uh, they're back for 2021, and we've got multiple camps going on. We've got a camp in uh, Portage County. We've got a camp in uh, Geauga County and a camp in uh, Lake County, Ohio. And you can start a camp anywhere you want in the country, and we'll help you. The camp in Porch County is called Liberty Camp for Kids, and you can find out more about that at libertycampforkids.com, including to you know get reservations and to find out uh, you know how to start your own camp and all that kind of stuff. The camps in Geauga and Lake County are called um, libertycampusa.com. So you can go to www.libertycampusa.com, and you can register either for the camp on uh, uh, in uh, Lake County or the camp in uh, Geauga County. Those people will help you as well if you want to start a Liberty Camp for Kids. Again, while we're in this world of the 1619 Project and teaching people to hate America, Liberty Camp for Kids is where kids go to experience the founding of America. They eat the food the kids eat. They played the games. They meet the founders. They sign the Declaration of Independence. They learn about the history of government and why we chose the government we chose. Okay? They experience the founding of America so they get to understand their, where they're from and the foundation that their life is built on and why we're the most successful country in the history of the world. Send your kids to Liberty Camp for Kids. Go to libertycampforkids.com or go to libertycampusa.com to get more information. I'd really appreciate it. I guarantee you, if you send your kids there, you ain't never going to regret it. I promise you that. I promise you that. Okay, so then we got some strange things going on here with uh, the, we talked about the, you know, the situation on January 6th. And we've got uh, people who are, uh, who have been arrested for basically what is trespassing. And this week, of all people, of, of all people, Elizabeth Warren came out and said that uh, solitary confinement is cruel and unusual punishment and should be stopped. They have put dozens of the people that were arrested for being in the Capitol in solitary confinement. That's just wrong. 
That's just wrong. They they didn't put any anti. Read Angie Nojo's book. I'm telling you. Where do you see people who've committed murders and crimes that are unbelievably terrible, and didn't even stay in jail overnight? We've got people who've been in jail for three months for walking into the Capitol building. They're political prisoners. Now I'm thinking about a couple things. We've got to help these people. I've I've talked to. Uh, and, and Elizabeth Warren is right. There's no reason for solitary confinement. None. So I, I've talked to a law firm in, in Washington about can we file some sort of suit to help get them out, okay? But I'm thinking also that maybe we'll start like sending them cards of encouragement or gift baskets. But I'm, I'm, I need help. So if you want to get involved in this project, how do we find out who these people are, where they're being held? What can you send to somebody in prison? I really don't know. But I don't want them in solitary confinement thinking that we don't care about them, that we don't support them, because I'm not convinced that that they deserve this punishment. I'm proud of what we did on January 6th. I was there, and we were there for the right reasons. And I think they're being prosecuted illegally, and I think that will be proven out. But we've got to do some things to help them and their families. So help me with this project, okay? If you want to get involved, help me figure out who are they holding, where are they holding them, how can we get like money to their families, and things like that. I want to help these people. All right, let me move on to another topic. We started at the top of the show with the most important news that you've ever gotten in your life, and that is it wasn't the Democrats who stole the election. It was the Chinese who owned the Democrats. The Democrats are communists. They're not socialists. They're communists. Okay, Kami Kamala is a communist. And so the communist Chinese stole the election for their purposes using the Democratic Party. The question you and I have to always talk about is how are we going to defeat the Chinese? Because I'm telling you flat out, and if you've been watching me for this last year, you know that I've, if you go to wethepeopleconvention.com, use the search link and search on China, you'll see all kinds of information on the Chinese government, how they're infiltrating our universities, our governments, our, our uh, local businesses, how they're bribing local officials. It's all out war. So I posted on our website this week a, a hour and a half conversation with, um, with, from the Hoover Institute. Uh, it's called Uncommon Knowledge. You need to look, just go to YouTube. Search on Uncommon Knowledge, and you'll see all kinds of really interesting discussions they have. On this particular one, the discussion was Cold War II, how, just how dangerous is communist China? This was very enlightening for me. I really needed to understand, I mean, is it over? Have they already defeated us? What's our strengths versus theirs? What are our weaknesses versus theirs? Why do we get in this situation? You've got to watch the entire piece at wethepeopleconvention.org. Just go there and watch it. And sh- watch it with somebody, okay? Your, your family, your, your spouse, your, your children. Because, again, what are we doing here today? Why are you watching this? We are trying to protect and defend our individual freedom, liberty, prosperity. The biggest threat to that is communist China, okay? Now, so you got to watch that piece. Because they really explain some things like how we completely were wrong, that we thought if we helped with uh, bring capitalism to China, that they would become democratic. That's completely wrong. That's not right. 
And now we're in a situation where we're going to have to find a way to deter them or we're going to have to fight them. The key is Taiwan. So I'm, I took a little clip out of this about Taiwan that I want to share with you right now. And then I'm going to tell you about a project that I want to conduct. Listen to this short clip. Senate Foreign Relations Committee, Senator Tom Cotton questioned, would Beijing desire to have Taiwan annexed to the mainland? Admiral John Aquilino, answer, they view that as their number one priority. Um, well, gentlemen, we made our commitments to Taiwan, which is just across a narrow strait from mainland China. We made our commitments to Taiwan when China was dirt poor. Feeding their people was a problem. And the People's Liberation Army was a peasant army. Things are different today. Are we overextended? Can we keep our commitments to Taiwan? Speaking of things getting serious, those questions are serious. Matt? Yeah. The, the, the truth is that dominating Taiwan, as, as Beijing hopes to do, is a much taller order than, um, than I fear Beijing <laughs> thinks. Um, I, I, and so, um, there, you know, there that's the first thing you've said today that has cheered me up. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the, the people of Taiwan do not want to be dominated. And over time, that's only, that, that sentiment has only increased. People identify increasingly uh, as Taiwanese first, uh, Chinese second. Um, uh, and the, the geography is extremely uh, difficult. Uh, both the 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 shallow um, uh, straits, the, the the very stormy seas of the straits, there aren't many places to land um, an invading force. Uh, it is a compact little fortress of an island. It's got the tallest mountain in East Asia, taller than Mount Fuji on this little on this little island. Um, uh, you know, a lot of uh, rural as well as difficult, uh, dense urban uh, terrain, and so. I, I think that to the extent that Taiwan, with our help and Japan's help and the help of other countries around the world, can help the, the Chinese decision makers in Beijing um, understand that this may not be a fast fight the way that they're planning for it to be. They want it to be a fait accompli, finished in a matter of weeks. Can um, I just ask, military planners... I'm sorry, I don't mean to compare these two regimes, but just as a military question, again, to help a layman get a grasp on it. The German military planners at the beginning of World War I are, are to draw up plans for the invasion of Britain. Presumably the PLA is drawing up plans. We hope they're never ex executed, but they're drawing up. Who has the harder military problem? Is it harder for the Germans to invade Britain or is it harder for mainland China to invade Taiwan as a military matter, which is the harder problem? Well, you know, I mean, it's analogous, right? I mean, it's analogous. I mean, Operation Sea Lion didn't happen because, of course, uh, you know, of course, the Nazi regime said, hey, this isn't going to work. And, and it, you know, when you have an obstacle, you know, like a narrow strait, like the channel, the, the problem is you, you, you might be able to get some forces there. Um, well, you might not be able to sustain them, right? You need, right. You need to really uh, achieve a degree of mass that allows you to be able to sustain that force and get the logistics in behind it. It's very complicated. And I think, it, Matt, I don't know what you think, but it's probably more complicated today, right? Because if Taiwan uh, undertakes the reforms uh, under President Tsai Ing-wen, 
to develop some of these asymmetrical capabilities, in particular, uh, long-range surveillance and detection and, and, and radar that can be paired with uh, precision systems, short-of-ship missiles, you know, for example, and sophisticated geared and layered air defense. They, I mean, really, that's going to make it tough. And that's really what you want, right, is you want to achieve deterrence by denial in Taiwan. You want the PLA uh, to conclude that it cannot accomplish its objectives uh, through the use of force. Okay, so there you have it. Comparing England in World War II to Taiwan in what would be World War III. And so it's pretty clear to me that we, the American people, and the United States and the rest of the world have to do for Taiwan what we did for England in World War II. We have to provide the weapons and provide the money and the support so that they will defend their island against China and destroy China's dreams of world domination. So what we're going to do, we, you and I, the We the People Convention, we're going to adopt Taiwan. We're going to adopt Taiwan. We're going to raise money for Taiwan. We're going to be politically active for Taiwan. We're going to fight for Taiwan because Taiwan is at the point of the spear for us. Okay? So what does that mean, right? What does that mean? Well, the first thing I'm going to ask you to do is I'm going to ask you this week to go to uh, iVoterGuide.com and click on how to contact Congress. And I want you to call every congressman and senator in your state and send them an email or send them you know, a voice message or whatever and say, what are we doing to, to buttress the defenses of Taiwan? I, as a taxpayer, want you to know that it is a top priority of me, of my family, of my community. We understand that the biggest threat to the United States, to my family's future, to, to really uh, you know, freedom and liberty across the world, the biggest threat is communist China. And I want you, Congressman, and I want you, Senator, to commit to fund whatever is necessary to make Taiwan the strongest island and defense against China it can be. Will you do that for me? Will you go to iVoterGuide.com and contact your, uh, get your information about your congressman and write to them? That's step one. We're going to continue along that line. We're going we're gonna, to, like I said, I want to send donations. I want to adopt Taiwan because what is the most important thing we can do to defeat our enemies? We have to, we have to get ready for them and defeat them in advance, right? So while they're you know, doing these bright, shiny objects, oh, we're going to declare D.C. a state, and oh, you know, we're going to pass H.R. 1 and take away your right to vote, and oh, we're going to attack you. They're doing that to get you to react. What are we doing? We're going to defund the school unions. We're going to defund critical race theory, right? We're going to do robocalls to get voters to understand they're teaching my kids to hate America, and we're going to defund them, right? We're going to get our congressmen to support Taiwan. So why? So China never attempts to attack. That's the goal. It's proactive. And so... As I'm recovering from this illness and I'm spending time, I'm, I'm trying to you know, open my mind to different things and to, and to think about different ways we can fight the fight and be on offense, not on defense. I posted another video this week that you got to watch. It's called The Return of the God Hypothesis. 
just stumbled across this. Had no idea about this. It's from the Hoover Institution again. Is one where I was watching what he thinks. It's at wethepeopleconvention.org, or you can go to YouTube, search on you know the return of the God hypothesis. Everything in the secular world, all media, all schools will tell you there's no God. You people believe in God. You're fools. There's no religion. It's all about science, evolution. Don't you know? You know there there's no intelligent design. Yeah, watch this video. The bottom line is the biggest atheists in science, the biggest atheists are admitting they can't explain how the, the, the DNA code is so sophisticated for even simple cells. They cannot explain that there is no evolutionary record for not just one or two, but dozens of layers of, of life on earth. That it, Darwin doesn't answer the question. That's what you got to be grounded in. You got to know the truth, but you, you've got to go find it or they're not going to let you see it. Go to wethepeopleconvention.org. Watch every one of these videos this week. Look at the Mike Lindell's, you know, event, the, the, the video that he, we talked about at the beginning of the show, right? What's it called? Absolute interference. Watch the whole thing. Watch the thing about Taiwan. That's really important. You know, how big of a problem is China? Because that's our problem. And I just, as, as the absolute interference shows, the problem is that the Chinese stole our election and they will do anything. And they've compromised our, our representatives and our local governments and our federal government and our police and our military. These are serious problems, but they aren't problems we can't fix. These aren't things we can't win. Okay. So I'm trying to give you new eyes. I'm trying to get you to look at the world through a different view. But I'm also showing you that we can fight intelligently and we can hurt them and defeat them. So I'm asking you, send me your information at info at wethepeopleconvention.org. Send me the information about your school district. Say, Tom, I'd like you to do a robocall. Uh, the levy uh, is up on this date. It's uh, it's this is the levy details, or they're teaching critical race theory, and we would like you to do a robocall, and we'll see if we can do that. We'll fund as many as we can fund. Okay, and I'm talking about calling tens of thousands of people, hundreds of thousands of people, millions of people. These robocalls are incredibly effective. The problem is nobody ever does them. We've been doing them for 10 years, and we've been winning all the time. Okay. So you, I need you to do that. I need you to call your congressman and say, we want you to fund Taiwan. We want you to give them everything they need so the Chinese will not invade them. Those are two really good things for you to do this week. Now, I'm hopeful that I'll be back next week. I, I expect to get stronger as the days go on. Um, you know, we'll see. But I hope you appreciated this podcast. I enjoyed doing it. I wanted to get this off my mind. And I'm going to go rest, you know, for the rest of the week. I won't be as active as I have been because I just can't be. But in the meantime, you keep up the fight. And remember what I keep telling you. No one's going to protect our freedom but us. No, no, Donald Trump's not going to save us. No one's going to save us. We the people are going to save us. And number two, generals don't win wars. I don't win these wars. The individual soldier by winning their individual battles wins wars. It's one school district at a time. It's one congressman at a time. It's one levy at a time. That's how you win. You speak up. You defend freedom. You defend the truth. 
You defend your values. You call out these hypocrites and liars and you dog them. You dog them until they give up or get out. Okay? We can win this. It's just a matter of how long it's going to take. All right. Enough for this week. Thank you for watching. My name is Tom Zawistowski, and this is the We the People Convention podcast. Have a good week.